We are rapidly approaching the last day of 2023. And you know what that means. Resolutions, fresh starts, and the constant bombardment of new year, new you promises. But not this year. I want you to take a deep breath and repeat after me. New year, new mindset. That's right. No more chasing unattainable body standards or clinging to the next fad diet. This year, we're embracing self-compassion, intuitive eating, body neutrality, and reconnecting with our intuition. As we bid farewell to 2023 and welcome 2024, let's embrace a new mindset, specifically how the way we think about our bodies and ourselves literally shapes our entire life. It's like the old saying, as you think, so shall you be. So grab your favorite beverage and let's get into this. Welcome to Say When. I'm your host, Holly Toscanini. This podcast is for any woman who's had enough of restrictive diets, feeling bad about their bodies, or putting their lives on hold until they lose the weight. If you've had enough of diet culture, then it's time to say when. Hello, and a warm welcome to all my listeners. I'm Holly Toscanini, your host for the Say When podcast. As we find ourselves in the busy time between Christmas and the New Year, I invite you to join me in setting an entirely different resolution. Today, we're going to reject the New Year's resolution trap by embracing intuitive eating and unconditional self-acceptance. You see, mindset matters, especially as the glitter of a new year looms on the horizon. Everywhere you look, there's talk of resolutions, most of which are directed at transforming our bodies into whatever today's version of the perfect body might be. But what if the pivotal change, the real transformation, actually begins in the depths of our minds? Picture your mindset as an artist, quietly sketching the outlines of your day-to-day life. This artist doesn't just decide what you see in the mirror. It colors every interaction, every decision, and every emotion. First off, how we view our bodies has a profound impact on our self-esteem. If your mindset is constantly critiquing your reflection, guess what? It's like a pesky background noise, always there, dragging down your confidence. But flip that script, and it's a whole different story. When you view your body with kindness and acceptance, it's like giving yourself a daily dose of self-love. That boosts your confidence and shines through in everything you do. Our mindset also dictates our relationship with food. If you're stuck in a cycle of guilt and restriction, eating becomes a source of stress, not pleasure. But when you embrace a mindset of intuitive eating, food becomes a joyful part of life again. It's about listening to your body, savoring flavors, and eating in a way that makes you feel good, both physically and emotionally. And here's the thing, our mindset spills over into our relationships too. If we're constantly self-conscious about our appearance, it can hold us back from truly connecting with others. We might shy away from social gatherings or feel hesitant to express ourselves fully. But when we're comfortable in our own skin, we're more likely to open up, share our true selves, and build deeper, more meaningful connections. Think about it. If you're not bogged down by body insecurities, you're more likely to take risks, seize opportunities, and chase your dreams. It's like untying a weight that's been holding you back. Suddenly, you're free to pursue your passions without that nagging voice of doubt. A positive mindset about our bodies and ourselves also makes us more resilient. Life throws curveballs, 
But when you have a foundation of self-acceptance and confidence, you're better equipped to handle them. You're more likely to see challenges as opportunities for growth rather than insurmountable obstacles. And finally, a healthy mindset allows you to live authentically. It's about being true to who you are, not who society says you should be. It's about embracing your quirks, your strengths, and even your vulnerabilities. When you live authentically, life just feels more vibrant, more colorful. Now, how does this relate to the urge to create a New Year's resolution? Well, commonly resolutions are steeped in diet culture, urging us to lose weight, fit into a smaller dress size, or achieve a certain physical appearance. But did you know that New Year's resolutions, particularly those related to weight loss, are notoriously difficult for most of us to maintain long-term? Research indicates that while a large number of people start the year with high motivation and a big commitment to their weight loss goals, the majority tend to struggle with maintaining these resolutions over time. A real commonly cited statistic is that about 80% of New Year's resolutions fail by the second week of February. This suggests that a significant number of us find it challenging to stick to any weight loss goals beyond the first few weeks of the month or even the year. But let's pause and reflect. Why do we feel compelled to shrink ourselves to fit into a societal mold that wasn't crafted with our individuality in mind? Let's unpack this. First, there's the narrow lens of the media. I mean, picture this. Everywhere you look, from magazines to movies to social media, you see the same body type glorified over and over. It's like society's got this cookie-cutter mold for what's beautiful, and it's pretty darn narrow. It's no wonder we feel the pressure to fit into this unrealistic ideal. And here's a biggie, the confusion between thinness equating health. Now, while taking care of our health is important, society often gets it twisted, equating being thin or being skinny with being healthy. Newsflash, they're not the same thing. Second, from the beginning, we're taught to seek approval, and fitting into society's beauty standards seems like a ticket to acceptance and love. It's as if the world's saying, look this way and you'll fit right in. Third, let's not forget history. It's been a long road, especially for women, with our bodies often being the focus of scrutiny. There's been this age-old notion linking a woman's worth to her appearance. We're chipping away at this, but old habits die hard. And fourth, here's a not-so-fun fact. The diet and beauty industries are making a fortune by selling us the idea that we're not quite good enough yet. They thrive on our insecurities, and let's be honest, they're pretty good at creating them too. Plus, they create a system where you will never win. So every time you fail, they boost you back up again and say, just try this one more diet. This time it's going to work. This puts you on the hamster wheel of constantly throwing money at a problem that dieting will never solve. Fifth, our own minds play a role too. Sometimes our insecurities, coupled with all these external pressures, make us believe that changing our looks is the key to a happier life. It's a tough cycle to break. Finally, representation matters. For the longest time, there's been a serious lack of variety in the body types we see in the media. It's tough to feel good about your body when it seems like it's not even part of the story being told. Over time, we start to internalize all these messages about what's beautiful and what's not. It's like we're looking at ourselves through society's mirror, and sometimes it doesn't show the kindest reflection. So what's the takeaway here? 
It's about realizing that these societal standards are more like suggestions and pretty narrow ones at that. It's high time we broaden the narrative to include all kinds of beauty, all kinds of bodies. Remember, health, happiness, and self-worth aren't one size fits all. They're as unique and individual as each and every one of us. Now, research has a lot to say about the impact of our mindset. Studies show that the way you perceive your body could be a more significant indicator of your overall health than actual physical fitness. This finding underscores the profound impact our thoughts and perceptions have on our emotional and physical well-being. And there's a ton of research that highlights the transformative power of a growth mindset, which is really the belief in our capacity for change and improvement. This isn't about embarking on another ill-fated diet, but about consciously choosing to nourish our bodies out of respect for their intrinsic worth. Our actions should stem from a place of self-value, not punishment. Now, this year, I challenge you to resist the temptation of setting weight loss goals. Instead, let's shift our focus to our mindset, which includes body neutrality and self-compassion, intuitive eating and consistent movement, and self-coaching and trusting our intuition. In a world constantly nudging us toward the extremes, either to adore our bodies like their masterpieces or despise them like their mistakes, what if we just went off script? What if we choose the middle path, a path of simple acceptance and self-compassion? It's the act of looking at yourself, every part that you've praised and every part that you've criticized and saying, hey, you know what? I'm enough. Instead of demanding that you become infatuated with every bit of yourself, it simply asks you to coexist. It asks you to acknowledge that your body is an extraordinary vessel. It's a vessel that lets you live, love, laugh, and everything in between. Pretty groundbreaking when you think of it that way, isn't it? Now, I want to make it clear that body neutrality and self-compassion aren't about setting, uh, settling or being complacent. No, they're healing tools. It's about stitching up all those old wounds you've carried around for far too long. It's about making peace with the body you're in and recognizing your immeasurable worth. You don't have to wait until the new year to get started either. You can start right now by listening to the language you use when you talk to yourself. If you wouldn't say something to someone you love, please don't say it to yourself. Instead of focusing on how your body looks in the mirror, Focus on what it allows you to do with your life. It's a perspective flip that makes all the difference. And hey, if you feel like you could use some help on this journey, remember, you don't have to do this alone. You could always find a supportive coach that can often make this path a little less bumpy. See, your body isn't a project to be completed or a problem to be solved. It's a part of you to be embraced. So, instead of setting another weight loss goal that will inevitably fail, let me introduce you to intuitive eating, a concept that transcends the traditional diet mentality. Intuitive eating is about more than just eating whatever you want, whenever you want it. It's about tuning into your body, understanding its needs, and responding to its signals. This approach represents a journey back to your inherent intuition and wisdom about your health and well-being, about what your body really needs to thrive. At its essence, intuitive eating is a partnership between you and your body. You learn to tune in to those natural hunger and fullness cues 
eating when you're hungry, and stopping when you're content. The beauty of this approach lies in its simplicity and the profound freedom it offers, the freedom to trust your body's innate wisdom. With intuitive eating, we abandon the practice of obsessively counting calories or reading labels or scrutinizing every bite. Instead, it's about listening to your body's unique signals and rejecting the one-size-fits-all advice of fad diets. Intuitive eating is your declaration of independence from diet culture and from anyone who claims to know your body better than you do. No one can argue against the benefits of exercise either, so let's talk about movement, but not in the conventional sense. I'm not referring to grueling gym routines or punishing exercise programs. Instead, think of movement that brings joy to your body. It could be a leisurely stroll in the park, dancing in your living room, or stretching when you wake up. This approach is about rediscovering the pleasure in movement untethered from the objective of weight loss. Now, if you want to experience real change in your life, I recommend learning to practice self-coaching techniques. Self-coaching is a transformative tool. It's about challenging and reframing any negative beliefs we might hold on to about our value or our worth. Remember, you're not defined by the size of your body or the food you consume. So let's replace those disempowering beliefs with empowering ones that foster unconditional acceptance and confidence. Confidence that's independent of the size of your body. Last but certainly not least, your intuition is a powerful tool often guiding you to make more accurate decisions than your conscious mind. It's like having a wise mentor within offering guidance and insight. You know, that gentle nudge, that quiet whisper that sometimes fills your mind when you're at a crossroads. That's your intuition, my friends. And it's about time we rolled out the welcome mat for it. Now, don't just take my word for it. Science is on our side here, too. See, a study in the Psychological Science Journal suggests that this gut feeling, this inner whisper, often guides us to make more accurate decisions than our overthinking minds. Imagine having a wise mentor living rent-free inside your brain, just waiting to share pearls of wisdom if you would only listen. If trusting your intuition feels a little like trying to navigate a maze while blindfolded, trust me, I get it, especially after years of handing over the reins to diet culture. Rekindling that connection with your intuition is a journey. Now, doing this is all about the three Ps, practice, patience, and perception. That means a whole lot of self-awareness. So how can we recalibrate this internal GPS? Let's break it down. See, multiple studies suggest that mindfulness doesn't just reduce stress. It's like tuning into your inner radio to the correct frequency where your intuition broadcasts its messages. You're present, you're aware, and you're receptive to those intuitive nudges. Now, I've always said your body talks and intuition is its love language. So if you ever feel a gut reaction to something, that twinge, that flutter, that's your body tipping its hat to your intuition. Now let's talk a little bit about journaling, which is one of my favorite ways to connect with my intuition. A study in the Journal of Research and Personality confirms that journaling can raise your emotional intelligence, which is a cornerstone of intuitive thinking. When you put pen to paper, you're not just jotting down words, you're excavating intuitive gold. 
Now, here's a shameless plug alert, but sometimes you just need an expert to guide you along this winding path. And that's where a coach like me can step in to help you uncover, honor, and trust your innate wisdom. See, trusting your intuition isn't just some decision-making tool. It's the linchpin for everything we talk about here on the Say Win podcast. Intuitive eating, body neutrality, self-compassion, and intuition. It's not just the path to making better choices. It's the highway to living an authentic, joyful life. Now, if you're feeling like you're on a bit of a never-ending merry-go-round with diets, body image, and self-esteem, you're not alone. And you know what? There's another path a softer, more compassionate way to journey through life while fully embracing who you are right now. Picture me not as the person handing you a meal plan with strict do's and don'ts, but rather as your guide on this winding path of rediscovering your own body's wisdom. My hope is to help you reconnect with your inherent intuition and spirituality. Let's explore how to eat intuitively, accept our bodies, and trust our inner inner wisdom without being beholden to a diet or a societal ideal. As a non-diet coach, my role is not to dictate your food choices, but to guide you on your path to rediscovering your body's wisdom. This approach is about respecting your individuality and tailoring a journey that fits your unique experiences, needs, and dreams. It's about creating a safe space for you to explore your relationship with food, your body, and your sense of self without judgment. Now, the beauty of non-diet coaching is that it respects your individuality. We craft a path together that's customized to fit you, your experiences, your needs, your dreams. I want you to imagine a safe space, a sanctuary, if you will, where you can freely explore your relationship with food, your body, your sense of self with zero judgment. It's a space where you can safely transform at your own pace. That's what I'm aiming to provide, a nurturing environment where the real you can emerge. The aim? To simply empower you. This isn't about creating dependency on me or any other coach. It's about teaching you to fish so you can nourish yourself for a lifetime. And let's be clear, working with a non-diet coach like myself isn't a band-aid or a quick fix. It's an investment, a long-term one, in your well-being. We're talking about establishing a relationship with food in your body that's sustainable, one that brings you joy and peace for the rest of your life. As we conclude this episode, let's make a pact for the new year. Let's step off the relentless dieting merry-go-round and embrace our truest selves. Changing your body isn't the golden ticket to health, worthiness, or love. What you need is a new mindset, and that's where the true transformation lies. Let's discard those old, unforgiving self-judgments and make room for body neutrality, self-compassion, and a genuine relationship with ourselves. This is our year for understanding, acceptance, and love for ourselves just as we are. New year, new mindset is more than a phrase. It's a commitment to honor and trust the wisdom within us. To listen to that inner voice that has always whispered that you are enough, just as you are. And the beautiful thing? You don't have to embark on this soul-enriching journey alone. Together, right here on this podcast, we explore these life-changing concepts of changing our mindset and pave a path that's not just livable, but deeply, profoundly joyful. If you're feeling drawn to this path and 
want to seek guidance and support, know that there are a lot of options available. You can check out the resources on my website, hollytoscanini.com, and consider joining my coaching program, How to Lose the Weight, W-A-I-T, which focuses on shedding the weight to live your life, not shedding pounds. It's about embracing transformation, deep connection, and the freedom to be unapologetically you. Don't forget to check out the resources and schedule your free coaching call. Let's kick off this new year by giving diet culture the boot. Remember, you don't need a new you. You just need a new mindset. And if you're enjoying this journey with Say When, please leave a review and subscribe. So my friends, remember this. Your mindset isn't just a small part of your life. It's the lens through which you experience everything. It's about more than just body image. It's about self-image and self-worth. Creating a positive, compassionate mindset is one of the most empowering things you can do for yourself. It may not always be easy, but trust me, it's worth every effort. And remember, you're not alone on this journey. We're all in this together, learning, growing, and embracing our beautiful, unique selves one day at a time. Let's make our mindset our ally, not our enemy, and watch how our world transforms. Until next time, keep embracing your journey and always say when to anything that doesn't serve your highest self. Thank you for tuning in and have a safe and happy new year. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Say When, the podcast for women who've had enough of diet culture and are ready to get on with their lives. If you'd like to learn more about working with me, send me a DM through Instagram at Holly Toscanini, or you can find me on my website, hollytoscanini.com. Thanks for joining me.